Hey, Wide Left Sports listeners, do I have an opportunity for you? The Billings American Legion is holding their annual Hall of Fame dinner Saturday, April 15th at the Doubletree Hotel here in Billings. And let me tell you, it is a great event. There's dinner guest speaker, which this year will be Bill Spaceman Lee, and a live auction. And the best part is every cent goes back to the boys and goes back to the Billings American Legion program. It is a great event that they hold yearly, and it is just a blast to go to. Tickets will be available soon, so be on the lookout at the Billings American Legion website. Again, that is April 15th at the Doubletree Hotel. Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today I am joined by MSUB midfielder Ryan Hanley. How are you doing today? Hi, Mitch. How's it going? Thank you for having me on. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm having a good day myself and it's actually semi-decent weather here, so that's a good No, turnaround. I know. It's not it's not miserable outside, finally, <laughs> right? <laughs> for sure, for sure. So what first gave you the soccer bug and made you fall in love with it? Oh, that's a great question. See, I I really can't remember a time where I wasn't playing soccer or thinking about soccer. My mom said that she signed me up when I was two years old and fudged my age. So in the rec league, you had to be four. But she's like, I need this whiny kid out of the house to go do something. So she signed me and one of my friends up on the rec league in town and we played on the blueberries that was that was the team name in park city so that's that's kind of where i grew my love from there and then kind of just stuck with it ever since that's awesome so then you know obviously you grew up playing soccer but when did Mm -hmm. you know that you would be able to go to the next level and play collegiately um i think there was a point my I think my sophomore year in high school where, I mean, I always wanted to be a collegiate athlete and that's why I wanted to play soccer. And I always wanted to play in college, but I reached a point where it was, I started coaches started reaching out to me. I was playing on a good team in Utah and kind of from there, it was like, like why I have this opportunity and I want to do it my entire life. How could I, how could I give it up? So that's kind of when I, it kind of clicked like, okay, I can do something with soccer at this point. And MSUB gave me an opportunity and I have never looked back since. So that's awesome. So, you know, as we were talking before, I've been down to Utah. So I've seen Mm -hmm. a little bit of the soccer culture in Utah and how it's important in the high schools where here we have it in some of the high schools, but it's not in every single one. What is mm-hmm. it like to be in a state that does care so much about soccer and has it in a lot of the high schools? So, I mean, it's pretty cool. Like my high school that I was a part of before my class, we had won two state championships before that. And I mean, not only with that, but we have Real Salt Lake, which is a professional team in the MLS, which I think is a big part of the culture in Utah. Like a lot of the kids I grew up playing with were feed 
fed into the RSL Academy and I have friends that play there currently. So I think that's a big part of it is when you have a professional team 45 minutes away from you, it makes it a lot easier when they're in the community supporting the games, you see them out and about, their kids play with you. It makes it a lot more like down to earth, like, oh my gosh, like this is here. Wow. And not only that, but on another note, there's so many semi-professional teams in the area with the USL2, NPSL. Like, I mean, it's pretty popular in Utah and we have really good clubs and a, and a really good an academy. So, I mean, when it's all at the tip of your fingers, it's like, why not at that point? For sure, for sure. So... You know, I mean, I've been to a few of those RSL games, and they mm-hmm. are amazing. I, I love that. Stadium. They're amazing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's beautiful. Rio Tinto is amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. the atmosphere is second to none. Oh, it's so cool. Oh, it's so cool. It's, it's pretty sure. hard to beat. It's pretty hard to beat. That's for sure. And especially that's with awesome. the MLS coming up as well, it's, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's, it's really exciting. cool to see their expansion. And, yeah, yeah it's cool to see the, the whole sport yeah. is growing in the country yeah no i agree 100 percent. 100 percent. so you know when you're in high school there's aau for basketball there's usa baseball different things for baseball mm-hmm. what is there for soccer and did you have the opportunity to play in any of those types of leagues yeah so in utah it, so there's two tiers there's club soccer and then there's now MLS next soccer and that's the academy league that I was talking about with RSL so I played on a club team that competed in state cup regionals and like other tournaments along those lines so you play against the best kids in the country that aren't at the academies but still play in their local hometowns and yeah and and other teams from utah as well so you have the your utah section and then you have the regionals and then nationals as well so it's i mean i've played against teams from all over the country which is so cool and i've got to meet a lot of really cool kids along the way so which i the experiences that i've had through club soccer are amazing and i wouldn't change them for the world that's awesome so you know you mentioned obviously that MSUB gave you the opportunity that's where you're at now Mm -hmm. what ultimately made you choose MSUB to play collegiate soccer um so our previous coach Toma um had reached out to me and actually one of my high school teammates Jack at the same time and we were kind of like well like it's the beginning of our senior year like should we do it should we sign this early like it's in pretty early September mm. and he kind of he called us both and he was like well like we really would like you here like and then I called him and I'm like Jack I'm gonna do it like do it with me like we have nothing to lose so he's like okay brother and then we signed the next week and kind of everything from there that's awesome um, yeah. So what was, cause I mean, you're obviously coming from more of a Metro area with the Salt Lake yeah. area. I know you're outside of the Salt mm-hmm. Lake met or the real Salt Lake city, yeah. but you're in the Metro area coming yeah. up to Billings. What was that like for you? Oh my gosh. 
see when you when you first come here in the summer and it's 110 or 103 degrees you're like oh my goodness what have i just got myself into when you're having two a days outside and you're like oh my gosh like and then and then in the winter you have negative 20 degrees you're like what just happened but i do love billings it it like my experience here and the the people in the town itself I've come to love every part about it to the downtown to our city college field like I mean it's the atmosphere here at MSUB and the people are great and I mean it's it's pretty cool and I love Billings I really do that's awesome so excuse me you know you mentioned the city college field and it's not on Mm -hmm. campus per se it's on city city college campus But what is it like to have, you know, your own field one, but then do you see fans coming out to your games, even though it's not on campus? Um, see, it kind of depends. There, there are definitely some, some games where, such as senior night or other, where when Simon Fraser will come in and play, that will definitely get more fans. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's pretty, not, not quite a lot of people. Cause, cause it is on city campus, which makes sense, you know, like right. it's, a, it's quite hard for a lot of the students who don't have cars or who are internationals to get out to the, to city college. They can. Right. And so it kind of, it really is hit or miss and it kind of depends on the game and the time of year. So, for sure. yeah. well, that's another thing I have noticed, you know, looking at your guys' schedules and stuff, you obviously can play in a hundred degrees. But then mm-hmm. as you get towards the end of your year, you could be playing oh, in some my pretty cold weather. So oh my how do you deal with yeah. both of them? Yeah, no, that's a great question. You just have to roll with the punches at that point. Like it's almost, you know, it's coming once you reach those last three weeks of the year. It's like when you go up to the, when you go up to St. Martin's or when you go up to Simon Fraser, you almost expect that it's going to be sleeting sideways wind blowing in your face and you kind of just have to deal with it really yeah yeah um you know and then um obviously you're in your second year at MSUB and you got some major playing time your freshman year so how much of a like pat on your back I guess for a better word was that that you had the trust in your coach to put you in so much as a freshman yeah no coming in um I definitely as a true freshman and I'm on the younger side of I'm a 2003 and coming in, I was like, okay, like it's going to be a tough year coming in, trying to get playing time. And I, I just came out and played with confidence and our coach trusted me and trusted in my abilities. And I'm really grateful for that opportunity. And it definitely has helped me and grown me into the player that I am today. And I, I wouldn't change it for the world. And I like, it's pretty cool that I even got the, the time and minutes that I did as a true freshman, which is pretty cool. For sure. So, you know, looking at your stats, you've had some pretty good games, but I want to know specifically, what was it like when you scored your first college goal? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> it, it was pretty cool. My, it was at Mesa and the game didn't really, it, it didn't fare well for us. We, we went down early and it was just kind of downhill from there. But in the second half, um, I got a ball from uh, Jeremy, our striker, Jeremy Brique, played it in behind, and I saw that the goalie was kind of cheating to his right, so I took it with my left and 
thank goodness it went in and it was pretty cool. My grandparents were in, were in the stands and happened to be at the game. So they got to like witness my first collegiate goal as well, which was pretty exciting. Oh, that's awesome. So, you know, you mentioned you're obviously in Mesa. The GNAC mm-hmm. as a whole is a widespread conference. Yeah. How do you do with all the travel? That's a good question. So, I mean, some some away trips are just brutal. When when we have the Nampa, Idaho, when we go and play NNU and then play Western Oregon and the play NNU on Thursday and then play Western Oregon on Saturday, and you have to get on a plane right after you play against NNU is not fun and your body's screaming at you. But I mean, it's what I mean. It's what we play for. You know how how cool is the experience that we're getting here? It's better than anything I could have imagined. So, right. I mean, you kind of have to put it in perspective and it's like, well, I'm doing what I love and they're paying, they're kind of paying me to do what I love. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. For sure. For sure. So, you know, another cool thing about the GNAC is you have Simon Fraser up there in Canada. Mm -hmm. How neat is it to play in a conference that's international? (laughs) Oh, so cool. So cool. And I mean, not only that, but Simon Fraser has been notoriously good whenever the, I mean, in the GNAC for soccer, they're always really good and they're always ranked preseason number one. And I've gotten the chance to play them four times. And I mean, we've, we've won one tied two and lost one. So overall it hasn't been a terrible experience playing against SFU who are, I mean, considered the top tier of the GNAC every year in and year out. So, I mean, which is pretty cool, you know. That is for sure. So, you know, you still have a few years left here at MSUB. How do you hope Mm -hmm. to grow the, I guess, culture, the awareness of the program to where it's more viewed by fans and more viewed by just the general public of Billings? Yeah, that's a good question. I think – more stuff like what we're doing right now is super important to the program and just shows that it exists. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but we have a new coach here, Aaron Champnoy, who's doing a great job advertising the program, putting it everywhere. And we're trying to reach out to more local businesses and just be on, just be on the mainstream in Billings. Like, Hey, like we do have a soccer team. Like there is soccer in Montana. Like it does exist. So like, I think that's a big thing as well. And and I feel like just while I've been here, it has gotten significantly better. And I've only been here for a year and a half. So, and I can say that, and it's pretty cool. That's awesome. So, you know, another thing, and then I'll um, kind of wrap up, but one last question here is the soccer yeah. team at MSUB really seems to be a melting pot of different cultures. Oh, How yeah. neat is that 100%. to have a worldwide oh, it's so cool. team? Oh, it's so cool. I mean, when you come out to practice, you'll hear kids yelling in German, French, Danish, it, you name it, Spanish. It's <laughs> it's pretty cool. And it's close. I mean, you can't get this experience anywhere in the States, really. No. And I, I've gotten to play with kids from Cyprus, France, Germany, England, um, Denmark I'm missing a couple but it's close to none and it's so cool to interact or Japan 
And it's like, how can you beat these experiences that I'm getting? It's pretty hard to beat. For sure. Well, hey, Ryan, I want to thank you so much for your time. And thank you for yeah, talking to you. us about MSUB soccer. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on, Mitch. Thank you so All right. much. Have a great rest of your day, man. You as well. Hey guys, Mitch here with Wide Left Sports, and do I have a company I would love to highlight for you. It's called Big Sky Customs. They make lifelike figurines of your playing days, which I think is awesome because every single person, once they're done with their playing days, they miss it. And um, how cool would it be to have a lifelike figurine to commemorate that? And I mean, Rob goes down to the very minute details about it. It's awesome. And the best part is it's out of Montana. Um, so, yeah, if you want to get one ordered, just go to his Facebook page, Big Sky Customs, and start a conversation with him about it. And hopefully you enjoy your lifelike figurine from Big Sky Customs. <laughs>